tracks and we're playing some good songs. On the way for us, speaking of which, Paolo Nettini next, Ultranate after that, and stories from the news. You know, we talk a lot about staycations. You know, I've got a beef with the word staycation. Because we don't say vacation because we're not American. So I refer to it as going on your holidays. Which, even then, I've got beef with a staycation I thought was staying at home. But now it means going on holiday in the UK. Oh, when I was growing up, we used to call that going on holiday. But I've found it. I've found the place where you probably want to go. I certainly want to go. There's a post office in the news that charges customers £10 if they're grumpy or rude. Excellent. Imagine turning up to a place that has actually has a reputation for just a scene of rudeness. You know, I find rudeness quite entertaining. Like, whenever you go to buy a newspaper, when I go to buy a newspaper on the way in some days, the service is not always good. It's the funniest thing for me. I was once... This was in a different town, so I'm not getting anyone in trouble. I went into a W8 Smiths, and the sigh that the woman gave when I went up to the counter... It's like, you do realise this is the reason you're getting paid? It's people spending money here. It's... But this post office is apparently so rude, they popped up a sign. Um, It's in Wales, so it's not too difficult to get to. There's a photo on Reddit shared by users of their local post office, a sign that reads, If you are grouchy or irritable or just plain rude, there will be a £10 charge for putting up with you. Beautiful. Now, some people are hearing that story thinking, Well, I wouldn't pay it. They can't force you. Nah, mate, I'd save up. I'd turn up there and they'd say, Right, that's £10 for being rude. And I'd say, Right, here's 50 why don't you go and beep, beep, you beep, you stupid beep. Oh, worth every penny. Worth every penny. It's time, 107.5. Beautiful song, but makes me want to wee. It's time 107.5. Good afternoon, I'm Stephen Allen. So, how's it all looking? How is, uh, is your day going so far? Oh, we're so close to the weekend, mate. Oh, you can smell it. Oh, no, no, that's because I just played that Otis Redding song. and Fetch a mop. But anyway, the point is, on the show today, we'll be talking about the industrial action down in Tilbury because... Well, they might be listening to the radio. Uh, we'll actually, speaking of listening to the radio, radio itself is in the news. That's going to be a bit pop-eating itself, isn't it? Um, there's good news because someone has written a book that solves procrastination. More details on that later. So it looks like a show ahead of us. We've got music by Hot Chip, Donna Summer, some Simple Minds in there as well. It's time, 107.5. Time 107.5, Palonutini and Radio. Good afternoon, I'm Steve. On the way after Ultranate and Free. They've done another one of those surveys about popular and unpopular baby names. Hey, details next.
Time 107.5, Hot Chip Eleanor is what you just listened to there. On the way for us, Donna Summer. On the tether side of Donna Summer, music radio seems to be doing particularly well. Of course, you could be on it if you get a demo in. You could have your own one-off show on Time 107.5 via MP3, less than 90 seconds, sent to info at time1075.net before the 26th, and it could be happening. Um, Details of radio itself comes next. Ultra Nate and free, not just any old Nate. Ultra Nate and free on Time 107.5. Good afternoon, I'm Steve. So these stories come out all the time, and I know I'm incredibly dismissive of them, but the most unpopular baby names that are in the news. Normally, once a year, the most popular baby name comes out. I mean, I've even relatively recently, like within five months ago, named a baby, and even I don't care about these massive lists of names. I mean, everyone looks at their own name, then that's about it, really. Um, but the most unpopular one for 2022, there's... Let's have a look. Well, the most unpopular names include uh, Suzanne, Lorraine and Kristen. Yeah, no one really cares. Bill, Chad and Stuart. Yeah. I think the most interesting one, it's in the table, how far down is it, is Alexa. And of course that name's not popular anymore. A, a company has ruined a name. Amazon, they really should have thought that through. Because they might get sued. It, loads of people called Alexa. I guess the plural would be Alexi. The get all these Alexi together, and they could do a class action suing Amazon for ruining their name. I'm sure we've talked about this before, but I did a gig once where a woman in the front row was called Alexa, and she was saying a life's hell now. Like people, it's the same joke everyone does to her all the time. Uh, what's the weather like? Yeah, there we go. And so I did suggest that she change her name um, to Siri. That didn't go down well. There we go. It's time 107.5. Time 107.5. Good afternoon, I'm Steve. Donna Summer, State of Independence. We've got Simple Minds on the way for us next. There's some good news about radio itself. Well done, by the way, for listening to radio. You know, the listening figures get published every so often. They make the news sometimes, and this is in the Times today. Um, Commercial radio beats BBC in summer numbers for the first time since the 90s. Now, is this in any way because I'm on radio? Of course not. Is this in any way to do with my career? No, no. Will I make it look like it is? Of course I will. Thank you for listening to this radio show, and of course we're beating the BBC. Now, a couple of, well, maybe just over a year ago or something, I stopped doing work for the BBC. Now, has me stopping doing work for the BBC anything to do with their lower listening figures? Of course not. Is it to do with the fact that the commercial's beaten them for the first time? No. Will I make it sound like it is? Of course I have. So I leave the BBC... Come and do commercial, and during that same period, commercial beats BBC. 
I mean, is uh, are you telling me that's a coincidence? They're nodding behind the glass. Is that so? You're telling me it is cool. Well, let's not focus on that. Uh, it's time 107.5. Time 107.5, afternoon, I'm Steve. Uh, we've been talking about this all day, it's quite fitting, um, talking about the idea that we there's a book out about procrastination, and we nearly ran out of time, but there we go. Um, but there is good news, do you procrastinate? You know when you put things off till later? Well, there's a story in The Guardian, and given that it's The Guardian, the story doesn't even start till paragraph 7, which I think is quite ironic. It's about procrastination. And they don't even start it till down there. But procrastinators need a better understanding of the problems in order to tackle it, says this author who's written a book. This is a professor at Durham University who's written a book about procrastination. Why? No one is going to read a book about procrastination. Because the only people who are interested in it, they might buy it. They ain't going to read it. It's going to be on a shelf and they're never going to get around to doing much about it, are they? Um, but this person's been 20 years uh, in the field. It took them 20 years to write this book. Talk about procrastination. Um, but they define it as not being able to manage the emotional problems of doing a task. Oh, my book's a lot a lot shorter than that. Why don't you stop moaning and do it? Um, so they say that there are various reasons why people procrastinate. You're not lazy. It's, it's to do with the emotional self. I... How to say this politely. An anagram of procrastination is porn static ration if you add another T. And I think that's why a lot of people don't get around to doing stuff. Um, then It's not speaking from experience, but I just think the key is, if you notice you procrastinate, try and procrastinate less tomorrow, and you'll get stuff done. And you'll still procrastinate, and that's all right. It's time, 107.5. Time 107.5. Good afternoon. I'm Stephen Allen and uh, there's your Kelvin Harris. Simple Minds before that. Faith Hill to play next. I found something in the news that's disgusting. Disgraceful. Please let it be known that I find this disgraceful. 
there in New Zealand, a bar has faced backlash for its job advert. The job advert has been, well, it's wanting someone to work in their bar. It's Stumper's Bar and Cafe in a small west coast town of Hokitika. And the advert says, wanted, part-time bar staff. So far, so good. Apply within, no problems there. Must have double D breasts. Wait a minute, what? A great smile and a good attitude. The, what? And I'm not sure you can put up signs like that, can you? I mean, that is how I got this job here. This, uh, maybe I've been on too many carbs, but I reckon I'd fill that cup. But basically, they got in trouble for this. It says in the newspaper, it's in The Independent, it says um, that it's been dubbed sexist and disgusting by locals and social media users alike. Well, everything's uh, called disgusting by social media users, but locals, fair enough. And then people have tweeted about it. One woman said, I'm only a single D, and I'd also rather gouge my own eyes out with a rusty spoon than work anywhere with an ad like that. What I like about that tweet is that she could have just sent the second part. I'd rather gouge my eyes out with a rusty spoon than working anywhere with an ad like that. Didn't have to mention her own Ds, did she? Seems like she's sneaking in a humble brag. Then again, as I say, I could easily work there. With the way my, uh, fit, my, my figure's going these days, I could probably... Don't need to be part-time, I get a full-time position there. It's time, Oh, that's nice, and it? it's time 107.5 with the four tops. We are so moving fa face first into the weekend, and so not long left. I do want to do a quick shout out for the Amazon workers in Tilbury. Shout out coming at you because it's in the newspaper saying that Amazon deliveries face the threat of delays as walkers walk out in a pay row. They've been doing a sit-in at the uh, the warehouse in Tilbury, so and it said they were doing a sit-in in the canteen, which you know that sounds, sounds good. But these are Amazon workers. Surely you'd want to do a sit-in on the toilet, because if there's one thing apparently you don't get enough time for, might as well enjoy it, get yourself sat down. But around 800 employees took part in this sit-in in the canteen. Just doing them a shout-out in case they put the radio on in the canteen these days, because if I could pick up 800 extra listeners just every time they go on strike, it's not all bad, is it? It's time, 107.5.
Faith Hill and This Kiss on Time 107.5. Good afternoon, I'm Steve. Oh, you get that Friday feeling tucking in right now. Oh, tucking into some Friday. Oh, quick story to do about... Now, this is about space, but not about aliens. So I think we'll be fine. No interference. Good. A French physicist, which is what I say to warm up before broadcast. French physicist. A French physicist is forced to apologise for a planet photo that was really a snap of some chorizo. Now, this is Etienne Klein, who's a renowned philosopher and researcher, a research director at the French Atomic Energy Commission, posted a picture of a little circle, a slice of chorizo, and said that this is from the James Webb Space Telescope. And it does look good. It does look like the kind of pictures they've had. But it's a joke. And then people got the joke. It's what bizarre. It's what I found bizarre. People got the joke and then were angry at him. Someone messaged saying, coming from a scientific research director, it's quite inappropriate to share this type of thing. Jog on, mate. He's doing a joke that some of these space pictures look a little bit like chorizo. And you look, and, and you can tell it's not, because when you look at it, it looks like chorizo. And if space has gone chorizo-based, pigs in space, that's... I don't think that's happening. So, I, I just, I'm more annoyed that he's actually apologised for it. It just seems like if you can't get the joke, you shouldn't be allowed to look at pictures of space. Honestly, these are the kind of people who think that the moon landing was faked, so never mind. It's time, 107.5. JLS, afternoon, I'm Steve, but we're nearly done for the day. Get out there and enjoy your weekend. A couple of songs left to get you ready for the news. Um, We'll be back on Monday from 2. Should be a podcast of this. Oh, it's Friday as well. That's what I should mention. So the newspaper column in the Romford Recorders out. Have a read of whatever I was writing about when I was sat drunk the other day. And, uh, yeah, until then, have a good one. It's time, 107.5.
Hello and welcome to a podcast of things we did on the radio. I think I'm up to date with getting these edited and put out. Sorry if I've missed any. I know we were slow at the start of the week. Um, but more importantly, it's not about what you don't have, it's what you what you do have. This is the key to life, isn't it? It's not about getting what you want. It's about wanting what you've got. Which is a really nice way of like saying shut up and be grateful. But it uh, seems less harsh. So here's a podcast of things we did on the radio earlier today. Yep, there's your podcast done then. Done for another week. I'm off down south, actually, so um, there might be a slight pause in the podcasts as I do it, take a slight holiday uh, back halfway through next week. But we might still do podcasts because I might, I might just do them. You never know. You can't keep me away from this thing, really. Um, you can subscribe to where I better finish quickly. There's a burp brewing. Uh, you can subscribe to wherever you found this. You can tweet me at Mr. Stephen Allen. Until next time. Bye. Yeah. Oh.